This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 123. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, VegZeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. And this is Larissa. In today's episode of our podcast, we're going to be discussing calcium intake, a subject that concerns many people, both vegetarian and omnivores alike. Now, this is probably one of those questions like, where do you get your protein? (laughs) Where do you get your calcium if you don't drink milk? So there's, you know, there is a myth out there that in order to get enough calcium from our diets that we have to consume milk from animals. And as those of you who have been listening to the show for a while, those of you who have been vegan and vegetarian for a while, know that is simply not true. So we're going to talk today about this misconception And we're going to share some plant foods, yes, plant foods, (laughs) to eat to ensure adequate calcium consumption. All right, but first, I know we have a rating. Awesome. We do. So this is from uh, September 23rd of 2015 from Susan in, okay, now I'm going to butcher this, I know. Uh, Sorry in advance, Susan. Sorry, Susan. Susan in Sit. Situate, situate, S-C-I-T-U-A-T-E, Massachusetts. I'm sure anybody from that, they, I mean, they're probably yeah. used to people butchering yeah. that. So. Uh, all right. So uh, Susan says, love your podcasts. I listen to your podcast while I'm on my 40-minute walk to work and back every day. You've inspired me to try a vegetarian diet. I love listening to both of you as I walk. You're informative, funny, and you have wonderful voices. Keep up the great podcasts. Love them. Woohoo. Ooh, and Thanks. Susan, you've inspired me to go for a walk. I know. If, if you're walking walk right now, walk, walk fast, faster, know, right? faster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thank you so much, Susan. We really appreciate that great review. All right. Next, we have a news article. Now, this is a um, new discovery. Plants can be can power smartphones. <laughs> this, this is, is crazy. This wasn't on some tabloid. Uh... <laughs> no, actually, it wasn't. It was on Veg News. But so this is really interesting. Uh, apparently, three Chilean engineering students were working on a, a project or they were doing a brainstorming session or something. And they somehow thought about the energy that comes from plants uh, from photosynthesis. Photosynthesis. Thank you. Um, I pronounced something <laughs> before you did. That's weird. <laughs> uh, but so now, and how awesome that this that it was this that uh, the student who suggested this was a woman. Yay! Yay! Uh, go girls! Go girls! Uh, so says a uh, student. Evelyn Aravena wondered why plants don't have a socket, stating that there are so many living things which have the potential to produce energy. So they developed, these three students developed a bio circuit. How cool does that sound? A bio circuit able to What did you do this weekend? Just worked on this bio circuit. Bio circuit. (laughs) Uh, Able to harness the energy that plants produce during photosynthesis without disrupting the plant's growth 
growth cycles, and it can fully charge a smartphone in less than two hours. That's awesome. That gives a whole new meaning to plant power, doesn't it? Exactly. (laughs) Uh, So they're hoping to launch this product commercially uh, late next year sometime in 2016. And um, I I just think that's such an awesome idea. You know, we need to be putting our brains to stuff like this instead of uh, just hateful, ugly stuff. Yeah. Yeah, this is awesome. Okay. All right. Are we ready to move into our main topic? Well, let's do it. Okay. So now this one, I think, came as a result of a question that we got, right? The topic idea? It did, actually. And I, I'm not going to read this whole thing. I'm not going to name any anybody's name because this was actually a discussion that was going on in our Peas and Carrots Facebook group, uh, which is a closed group. Yeah, just summarize then what it, yeah, what it yeah. was. So basically, it was a question that related to the uh, birth control shot, that the Depo Provera shot. And um, the the person asking the question was concerned about getting the shot and it lowering bone density because apparently that's something that could happen when you take the shot as a side effect. So um, she's already a vegan and she was concerned about the risk of having like calcium uh, well, having depletion. more of a risk, right, yeah. of osteoporosis, calcium depletion, things like that, because she's taking the shot on top of being a vegan. Okay, so we're not getting into all of that. No, we're not talking about birth control. Or anything <laughs> yeah, like that, but, but we're really just going to talk about focus on calcium because that is one of the, I mean, it, right next to how do you get your protein was that, well, if you don't drink milk, which mm-hmm. neither one of us do anymore, mm-hmm. how do you get your calcium, right? right and exactly. we, what documentary are we watching was it uh, was it fat sick and nearly dead? It was one of those documentaries we were watching where they said, "Well, where do you get your protein?" Of course, a lot of people were saying meat, meat, mm. meat, and and when they said, "Well, where do you get calcium from?" Milk. Well, that it does just, a body good, right? Yeah, that campaign has done more <laughs> harm, I swear. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but let's let's talk first about just the functions of calcium. Why do we need this stuff? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice little Seinfeld, Seinfeld insider there. <laughs> All right. Um, why do we need this stuff? Well, bone health. You right. do need calcium for bone health. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost all of the calcium in our bodies is stored in and used by our bones. Right. right. It helps to keep bones and teeth strong and rigid, so not spongy or brittle. That's when you get into problems is when your bones get soft or when they get brittle and then you have, you know, you break things easily and, and uh, that's... That's not good. You don't want that. Yeah. Now, a small amount of calcium is stored in our bloodstream, and it's used, and we use that for really like contracting muscles, uh, transmitting nerve impulses, main maintaining your heartbeat, and then blood clotting. So, as well. kind of important stuff. Kind of important. Right. So, uh, loss, calcium loss. We regularly lose. This isn't something that you know. As long as you like are eating enough or, or taking enough calcium, you're good. We, you have to keep doing it because our bodies regularly expel calcium through urine, through sweat, through feces, ick. Um, but she's, she's laughing at me. <laughs> Don't you like when you get those third grade moments? Like, I know, right? She said <laughs> I feel feces. like I'm on three, third, third grade again. I just get this little smirk on my face. I know, right? Oh, we're mature. Uh, so, so yes. Yeah, so we do use, lose calcium on a regular basis. And then that's why it's so important to eat foods that contain calcium. Because otherwise, if you don't, then you're bloodstream will and your body will remove calcium from your bones 
where most of it is stored, we'll start removing that in order to take care of these other functions that Vicki mentioned. Yeah, you know, one thing we should just interject here, I usually like to do this at the beginning, but we're not doctors. We're not. <laughs> so just remember that we're not doctors, we're not nutritionists. This is our own curious little vegetarian minds looking out she for She calls me doctor. <laughs> looking out for information on the on the internet for ourselves so that we understand how to take care of ourselves. Sorry about if you heard Molly barking in the back. <laughs> Somebody was making some noise out there. That was our vicious guard dog uh-huh. looking out for the house. Uh, but this is really about our information for taking care of ourselves and sharing it with you guys. Mm-hmm. So by all means, definitely want you to check this out with your doctor if you're thinking about changing anything in your diet. This is just some of the stuff that we found. Okay. Right, right. Carry All right. On. So now back to the show. Carry on. <laughs> uh, right. And what I was saying is that it that's why it's so important to get calcium to be taking in calcium on a regular basis from healthy uh, for you good for you sources, food sources. And because I want to just emphasize to food sources your, too there. Yeah. I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, The James Altucher Show, and he was talking about he always talks to these really interesting people. He was talking to a guy who cleaned out outhouses for a living how disgusting is that but he asked this guy what is the most common thing you find in these nasty outhouses yeah besides the obvious right supplement pills because they don't because they don't digest he Mm. said supplement pills are just literally passing through us so i just wanted to make that point with what you were saying is that i don't know again this is i'm not your doctor so if your doctor puts you on supplements Mm -hmm. don't stop well I mean, and you know sometimes it might be necessary yeah I mean. but my point is is that i think one of the best and, and most doctors do say this is that getting it through food is mm-hmm. is uh, probably the best way to get it right so before we get into some good foods to eat plant foods to eat let's talk about ways or factors that contribute to calcium loss uh so one thing that and i didn't i didn't realize well i I'd kind of heard of this one. I didn't realize the second one so much. But one thing is that diets that are high in protein cause more calcium to be lost through the urine. That's interesting it, because that's like these paleo and the mm-hmm. Atkins mm-hmm. out there. So you really do have to be careful with, with, with those. Right. And and uh, so protein and the other thing is protein from animal products is much more likely to cause this to occur than protein from plant foods. Cause you know, I mean, there, there are lots of plant foods that are high in protein. Um, but what, and it's so funny because this whole, again, coming back to this whole milk, it does the body good campaign that's been going on for years. That's animal protein. It's calcium. It does have a lot of calcium, but it's also animal protein. So it's actually working against the, the calcium that's in that milk. Right. Uh, and then you know, uh, that was in some documentary we saw as well. Remember, there mm-hmm. was like some yep. cartoon of it. I think it was Forks Over Knives. It might have been Forks Over Knives, yeah. and it was showing how it actually makes it. It causes some sort of uh, imbalance in mm-hmm. those, and your your bones actually try to counter it, and mm-hmm. so it's losing calcium. It's right. crazy. All right. So this may be one reason that vegetarians tend to have stronger bones than meat eaters, and that's you know studies have actually been done that have shown that. Um, the ne- the next one is that diets high in sodium increase calcium losses through urination. Interesting. It, it really is. Yeah. So approximately 20 milligrams of calcium is lost in 
in urine for each gram of sodium that's consumed. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. So you think about all that, and you think about all the salt that I eat. Um, I'm a, like a saltaholic sometimes, but so it doesn't, it's crazy that you think that, okay, well, if one thing, it really makes you want to consider more carefully looking, looking at the sodium on the like nutrition labels, because if you're buying something that's, maybe kind of processed or, or what what have you because it's higher in calcium, but then you look at it and it's the sodium is like off the charts, then there's really no point in buying that. Yeah. And then caffeine increases the rate at which calcium is lost through the urine. I can see that. And mm-hmm. then of course I've heard smoking as well does yeah, that. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So definitely, uh, well, I, I'd probably drink too much coffee, but I don't smoke. So neither one of us smokes. No, yeah. no, uh, all right, so then some factors that help maintain bone health. So this one is one of my favorites. This is weight-bearing exercise, so like walking or running. I would imagine even weight training, mm-hmm. lightweight training, that would help as well, weight-bearing mm-hmm. exercises. All right, uh, exposure to sunlight. That's another one that I have made it a daily practice to ensure that I am getting out in the sun for at least 30 minutes every day. Because if you think about it, I mean, I have a corporate gig. I go from my house to my car to an, to a parking, parking garage, garage and I'm inside for most of the day. So I've started to really, especially now that it's cooling down, I've tried to make sure that I'm spending my breaks outside and just feeling the sun on my skin. And you know, I I know we've both heard of family members and friends that have been diagnosed with this low vitamin D. Mm-hmm. And I would say... A lot of that, at least for me, because I was two several years ago, was just not seeing the sun. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're kind of like vampires, right? Yeah, yeah. I need to do more of that now, especially since it's cooler. Yeah, yeah. Um, You you stay inside most of the most of the day. I do. But yeah, so vitamin D is is really important. The body actually needs vitamin D in order to be able to absorb calcium. So if you're making an effort to eat lots of plant foods that are high in calcium, but then you you're not getting enough vitamin D then you're not going to benefit from eating from the calcium portion of eating all those foods. All right. And then eating a plentiful amount of fruits and vegetables that actually helps to keep calcium in your bones. Cool. That's awesome. Cool. Awesome. And I think it has something to do with, uh, I, this is what I read. I think is that the potassium and magnesium that a lot of fruits and vegetables are high in helps to kind of retain that, that calcium in your bones. Okay, so just to sum up this section that we've been talking about, so essentially it's the it's the plant sources that are more beneficial to your bones as like from vegetables and beans as opposed to animal sources mm-hmm. that will help with your bone strength. Right, exactly. So uh, real quick, daily calcium requirements, and this is... I guess this is the most recent recommendation. You know how they change they every change, few years. Yeah. But, uh, all right, so just... Right now, as of right now, uh, daily calcium requirements, children one to three years, 700 milligrams, children four to eight years, 1,000 milligrams, children nine to 18 years, 1,300 milligrams. You should know you will be quizzed on this at the end of this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We're going to have this in the show notes too. So. Right. Uh, adults, all adults, 21 to 50 years old and then men 51 to 70 years old a thousand milligrams and then lastly women over 50 and men over 70 1200 milligrams per day all right so that's uh, okay so those numbers are cool but that doesn't 
in my head, I need like stuff. What is that? Yeah, yeah what is stuff. That, what does that look yeah. like on your plate? <laughs> yeah, because right. twelve hundred for a woman over fifty. Not that I'm over fifty, but a woman over fifty. Mm-hmm. What was it? I'm just thinking of my mom actually because osteo. Her mom had osteoporosis, so it's something mm-hmm. she was concerned about, and I still have to be concerned about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So let's talk about what that looks like. So what would that look like? Right. All right. So talking about plant based calcium sources, uh, one of the best ones is actually blackstrap molasses. Woohoo! Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. It's of course this is something that you add to stuff. You don't want to just. You got to be pretty hardcore to just take two tablespoons. No, of I like it, but I wouldn't molasses. do it like that. No. Now you, we do have the blackstrap molasses recipe on our website for that, uh, oatmeal. For oatmeal, that's mm-hmm. right. Oh yeah, I just said black, blackstrap molasses oatmeal. Right. And it now this can be a little high in calories. Mm-hmm. The the whole recipe, but. I guarantee you, you have this, you won't be hungry for a while, and you're getting a good amount of nutrition, and now now I know, calcium, calcium. 400, that's right, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, two tablespoons, 400 milligrams of calcium. So within my my age range, it looks like that's a good, that's almost a third. half. Yeah, that's, that's a, third. Yeah, a third, yeah, that's a third yeah. of it, right? Uh, almost, a th- yeah. That's about 40%, 40% of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, um, all right, so other things, calcium fortified soy milk or rice milk, uh, eight ounces is 200 to 300 milligrams of calcium. With uh, calcium fortified orange juice, eight ounces is 350 milligrams. Now, we don't buy, you know, uh, store-bought juices. We do buy soy milk, though. Uh, we'll have to check and see if it's calcium fortified. Um, I or, think it is. I think I checked it, that before. Is it? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, all right. Now, tofu. There's two different ways that tofu is made. Uh, you know, it's it's coagulated. It's basically coagulated soy milk. So soy, uh, there's you can coagulate with calcium sulfate or you can coagulate with nigari, which is magnesium chloride. So if Tofu is made with calcium sulfate. Four ounces has 200 to 420 milligrams of calcium. If it's it's made with magnesium chloride, four ounces, 130 to 400 milligrams. So you might want to check, you know, if you're buying tofu, check your the label. It'll say either calcium sulfate or magnesium chloride. All right. So then let's go through soybeans. About one cup has 175. Mm-hmm. Commercial soy yogurt, has, plain, has six ounces, has about 300 milligrams tempeh one cup has about 184 milligrams then there are dark leafy greens now people this is one that people typically do not believe me when i say Mm -hmm. that plants have calcium especially these kind of plants so collards turnip greens kale bok choy and mustard greens are all all have Calcium. Good, good amounts. Good um, amounts. Collard, collards have an amazing 357 milligrams of calcium per one cup of cooked collard greens. So that's pretty crazy. Then there's okra, tahini. I don't, I'm not going to run through all of the, mm-hmm. the numbers because folks won't remember that. We can just put this in the show notes right, maybe. Right. So that I'll, I'll create a table. It, there's uh, tahini, navy beans, almond butter. Now that's good. I had that this morning on my piece of toast for breakfast. Mm-hmm. I had... The Justin's almond butter, which I love, <laughs> vanilla flavor. Right, so two tablespoons has 111 milligrams. That's uh-huh. pretty decent That's amount. That's pretty good. Almonds, a uh, quarter cup has 94 milligrams, and then broccoli. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that does it for our main topic uh, on calcium. Anything else to add on that? I think it's 
I don't broccoli think does so. your body good. And broccoli does your body good, <laughs> definitely. We need to start okra on different does your okra body does good. your body good. Right. Start a different campaign on that. Do the anti-milk campaign. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So this this was basically. I know it it was kind of maybe short and sweet, but we really just wanted to give you just a kind of a basic primer of of things to look out for, things to consider, and then. Um, let you go for yeah that. and if you are new to vegetarian veganism or just meatless mondays or just starting to get into understanding more about a plant la- uh, plant-based lifestyle this is good for you because mm-hmm. you, again you might not know uh, like a lot of folks didn't know we didn't know until mm-hmm. we started getting into some of this stuff that you can get you can yes you can get your calcium from other places than mm-hmm. from animal milk right right all right let's move into our recipe of the week Well, the recipe is very fitting for this topic. It is navy bean and collard green soup. Ooh! So a healthy, healthy dose of uh, Of calcium. And now this, this, um, it doesn't say it in the title of the recipe, but this also includes it uh, has tofu in it. Wow! You can get from like one if you have one cup of the navy beans in that and one cup of the collard greens Uh in your soup, you can get at least half of what you need. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. All right. What about a quote this week? All right. The quote this week comes from the Mahatma, Mahatma Gandhi. (laughs) And he said, it is health that is real wealth and not pieces of gold and silver. Go Gandhi. Go Gandhi. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. All right. All right. So what do we want to ask the folks this week? We would like to know if getting adequate calcium has been a concern for you. And if so, what do you do to ensure that you're getting enough? And you can head on out to uh, the website and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode. It's www.vegetarianzen.com forward slash one, two, three. Awesome. All right. Well, I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.